Hey, Benjamin, is it uh, true that you're going to be on vacation next week? I need one, quite frankly. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting here every week with you two fuckers, we, I do need we, it. We need you to have one as well. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I will be, uh, I'll be, I'll be out there on the west side. Mm. So we get a little bit of FDR's wheelchair 1.0 next week, huh, Brandon? Absolutely. <laughs> the way it was intended. I mean, FDR's wheelchair <laughs> 1.0. <laughs> yeah, subtraction by subtraction. Um, but no, take a listen, guys. Next week, uh, these two will be going at it. Uh, you know, I hope you guys have a... Maybe you guys should do like a, a, a back and forth No, No, don't tell moderator. us what we should be doing. Oh, You're on vacation next week. That's right. Um, <laughs> He's the, already doing like... Well, I have the fucking notes here. Yeah, I know. Fucking listening. They say I'll just take my clenched asshole and try to release it out, out, out on the beach somewhere. Man, when I was on vacation, I didn't even think about FDR's wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, we'll be diving into it uh, here soon. We got a lot to talk about. I think uh, you know. There's unfortunately we have just horrible things to talk a about. A lot today. of horrible Jesus things Christ. to talk about, but. You know what? Um, I'm sure some alcohol will hit my glass here real soon, so (laughs) stick around, and here we go. Seriously, how is there not alcohol in my glass yet? I mean... How- Get your pina coladas on the beach, motherfucker. Dude, what do you, what just, do you think this is? But you know what? Like, I, I gotta say, I, I, I'm, I'm too sober these days, guys. I'm way too sober. I'm, I have a problem, and that's not enough alcohol. I need to be drinking at least like three, four, maybe even five times a week. Just because you had two daiquiris last week and a pina colada the week before, <laughs> and you sniffed some some just, whiskey the week before that. Just getting excited for vacation. I know. Well, yeah, it's it's just, you know, there's reasons why I need a vacation. Probably why most of the country needs a vacation right now, right? Yes, anywhere. And and, and I'm just like, you know, sipping <laughs> on this. Cost you more. But they all require passports. Yeah. Because we got to get the fuck away, man. But I'm, I'm sipping on this healthy-ass kombucha here instead of what I really should be sipping on. And that's just, like I said, dark alcoholic liquid. But you know what? It sounds like you're like kind of down and depressed a little bit because that's why you need the alcohol. Well. Right? You need something to lift you up just a little bit. Something to get you in a better mood. Especially since we're going to be going no, down and, a very and, dark path of yeah, substance abuse here soon, you know, and, and I will, I will agree with that because I, I think, I think also too, uh, certain uh, uh, alcohols do indicate better times. Like for example, I don't think I'm ever sadly drinking tequila. You um, can't, sadly but but drink I tequila. but I have many times sadly drank bourbon, um, many times or whiskey. Uh, so I would say actually maybe clearer the liquid, happier you are, and the darker the liquid. Uh, well, no, kind of like. No. What do you think, Brandon? I don't know. Rum. I've never been sad and drink no, rum. rum. Rum's happy. Rum, rum is yeah. happy, but 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 rum always disguises itself in a cocktail. Usually, it's never really just the star of the show, wouldn't you? Wouldn't Maybe you it has to do drinking Maybe. outdoors, closer oh, to water. Yeah, water. Water. Yeah, because you, you know more, more like a <laughs> tide. Ever, like like yeah. okay, no one ever thinks of themselves as they're drinking tequila. You know, 
man, I might as well close all the blinds and 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 go into the corner and turn <laughs> off all the lights and uh, just cry myself. But whenever you have, let like, me get my Sammy but, Hagar <laughs> bottle out. <laughs> but, right, wabo bitches. But whenever you get yourself some Evan Williams whiskey, you're like, okay, yeah. I was say, um, Things like, could have gone better. You know, you know what Evan Williams says, guys. Pour a glass I'm in the study and yes. blow your head off, <laughs> guys. I'm gonna turn in early tonight. I have an Evan Williams waiting for me at home. <laughs> Yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, the we're going out with the Cabo Wabo. <laughs> oh. oh man! So yeah, maybe the show should just be about how we feel about alcohol because I have a lot of feelings about alcohol. Um, I'm pretty numb to everything going on everywhere else. So, but you know what's a great way to get people numb to the reality around them? What's that? Spin the spokes. I spin think. the spokes. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know, you got you got to live in reality, so you might as well at times spin those spokes while you're in it, huh? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and um, I busted up my Cabo Wabo, and I found some <laughs> stories. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I know we don't have video this weekend, but uh, if we did, he, he, his penis is not out, in case anybody was wondering. Not yet. yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the show just started, Ben. Right, right. That is right. true. We are getting warmed up. <laughs> Wait till next week. <laughs> Ever seen the helicopter live? (laughs) No, but I've seen a thumbtack. All righty. Let's move on. God, he does need a vacation. He does. He's angry. He's He's mad. He's cranky. (laughs) He's getting that Evan Williams tonight. (laughs) With some Bob Dylan in the background. (laughs) Even he drank rum. (laughs) Jesus. Man, it's good rum. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I have some stories for you guys. Thank God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sammy Hagar sells Wabo Cabo. Oh, shit. <laughs> wow. All right. No. All right. No, no, what no. What do we got for spin no, the spokes? Got, all right. First up, deputies in Virginia wrangle a pig on the side of the road. Mm. Yeah. Full, mm. full grown pig. They had to wrangle it on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about a hog tie. Hey, next one. <laughs> An abandoned Burger King was found in Delaware behind a coffee shop in a mall. I'm a little confused by abandoned. Aren't they all kind of abandoned at this point? <laughs> Not in Russia. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So a whole Burger King was found behind a, a wall in a coffee shop. <laughs> cool. Not cool. I don't know yet. The last Salem witch was pardoned after 329 years. Good for him yeah. or her. Yeah. Her. It was her. her. I, I, think, I think back then it was just straight up her. No, there were men too. Who were there were kids. men witches? Yeah. yeah Mitches? Yeah. Mitches. Mitch yeah. McConnell. Oh, shit. Mitch McConnell's a witch. We knew that. Well, no, no, he's um, a fucking Sith Lord, which is kind of a witch. It's kind of a witch. That's how it starts it. You yeah. know? Yeah, so yeah, we knew that. We we can't really rat them out though yet, you know. You know what they say, Mitches get stitches. And wind up in ditches like bitches. Oh, oh god, Jesus! Well, do you have any more on the list? <laughs> I do. The Read former them. the former manager of Read DOD them. Aerospace says UFOs are real. Awesome! I want it to be that one. I like UFOs. Yeah. Shit, well, I haven't chosen one, so yeah. I mean, I the mean, spoke. we haven't spent the spokes yet. <laughs> The spokes hasn't randomly decided. Oh my what god! Story. The wheel is loaded. It's always been loaded. 
Don't you work in the casino business? You know how this shit works. Uh, Jesus Christ, yeah, the, spin the goddamn wheel. All right, fuck. <laughs> all right, hold on. Here it goes. Come on, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, huh? my God. There it is. There it oh, is. man. <laughs> It's the UFO oh, story. Yeah. Imagine that. Oh, I'm, that. I'm so excited. You know, thank thank God that we're talking about something that's like out of this world because I'm fucking sick of this planet. Yeah, right no now. shit. <laughs> like, I, and they're, they're probably coming here going, just what the fuck? What is live, laugh, love, <laughs> wine, o'clock somewhere? <laughs> what is a McConnell? <laughs> <laughs> What if I don't want my child? <laughs> the, the, are these robots or aliens? Because <laughs> they're making our movements like the robots made out of fucking tin cans and shit. I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's pretty accurate. Uh, you, you think that, like, uh, aliens, like, imagine aliens, like, in the 1800s. Do you think it'd be anything similar to the 1800s of... You know, like our our world, maybe yes, no. Jebediah's the Jebediah's. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it's my ship, so they're my laws. I'm not going to follow other ships' laws. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly because <laughs> you just don't want this joke to continue. So, no. yes, Ben, that is exactly how it must be. Because if I have to hear you continue to say this. Because if I remember correctly, Spin the Spokes actually has a story behind it. It does. Oh, yeah. yeah. This was the story. <laughs> that was a, yeah. <laughs> Talking about the different time periods of, of aliens. No, nobody mentioned time periods, Ben. Oh. Just said aliens were real. We've been talking or a UFO, lot. Of, UFOs were real. Well, apparently recently men have carried a lot about periods, so I just thought I'd carry that into... Later. Later. Sorry. Later. Sorry. Sorry. So, something extraordinary was revealed today. Former high-level officials and scientists with deep black experience. The, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's what the new source what that said. Now? Deep black experience. Oh. So, that, they mean deep space. I don't know why they had Oh, no, deep, deep black experience sounds pretty accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who have always remained in the shadows came forward on one platform. These insiders have long-standing connections to government agencies which may have programs investigating unidentified aerial phenomena, UFOs. The team includes a 25-year 25, 25 year veteran of the CIA's... <laughs> I can't do this. <laughs> this is so poorly written. <laughs> so I can't even fucking It's also read. very poorly read, too. So, <laughs> <laughs> How do you read this shit? How do you properly read this Because shit? these are the people that are finding aliens and discovering them. <laughs> so w w what the story is, is um, the director saying that, yes, there are UFOs out there that we can't identify, and no, they're not aliens, maybe. Yeah. That's... The, the, the universe is fucking huge. We're not the only fucking thing out there, and we're not quite sure. And, and, and that has to be true. Yeah. Like, that absolutely, like, from a probability standpoint, but also from, like, a biological standpoint, that has to make sense of, like, the idea of life. Well, it's not even arguing that. It's arguing that there's shit flying around that we don't know what it is. Yeah, it could be and Chinese. It could be a drone. There's shit in my food yeah. that I don't know is flying around <laughs> in my stomach. Does, like, Does Jesus represent all of them? Do they all go to the same heaven? 
No, that's Buddha, dickhead. <laughs> well, no, that's an interesting point, though, because, you know, for example, um, because cause another question then is, you know, obviously humans stand out from other species on our planet because of our ability to create a society, right? Based on our intelligence or at times lack thereof. But you, you know kill, what I mean? Kill everything, yeah. Right. Um, so if we have a high intelligence being out there, is there an all powerful being that they look up to? Not the one that's in the Bible. Is that in the article? <laughs> no, no, it's not. No, okay. No, but the arg- article like just like time nonsense. periods, right? Yes. <laughs> you know, obviously, from like August to May, you make up all the rules in the room, but you don't fucking right now We're in July. We're just practicing for next week. <laughs> We're just practicing. <laughs> oh my god, jeez, what so the fuck is up? This guy's this, ass over here. I'm, what's up? You're both wound up today. I'm fine. I'm just. I'm just asking big questions. Like, for example, fine. do he's aliens? He's fine. Period. Fine. Period. <laughs> With a period at the end. Fine. Period. But like, is there an, like is there a god that aliens worship? Because I would say if you're like apparently a high intelligence being, the only into high intelligence being that we know worships a god that seems to make no sense whatsoever. Like ours. Like Yay! ours. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it. it it's just. God is is in the eye beholder, and it is what you found it to be. Even from person to person in the same religion, God is different. Well, so, of course, it's going to be different for aliens. Well, and the, I know, but the reason I bring this up, though, is that the whole point of all the bullshit we've been talking about lately is that we have all these corrupt ideologies and all these like ideologies that are taking out of context, and that's mm-hmm. why we have the the shit sandwich that we have now. So it was just nice to kind of play this little game where I was thinking about a highly intelligent group of people who didn't have those same rules and how they would maybe possibly function within a society amongst each other. If they didn't have all these bullshit rules they created for themselves. Does that sort of make sense? It does. It does. And I understand where you're coming from, but what I always take comfort in is what Carl Sagan said. Oh, I love Sagan. Yeah. Yeah. Is, uh, we are the cosmos way of understanding itself. So we have been created from stardust and from that stardust, we have gained um, the ability to know that we are alive. We are part of that stardust and part of that cosmos. So we are the cosmos literally realizing itself. Oh, that's some good shit right there. Okay, know, you want me to yeah. pass this over to you? Yeah. Yeah. Will, will you do the billions and billions that Carl Sagan does, please? <laughs> yeah. Well, yes. we could just uh, you go to the left. Oh, dude. Go to the left. Dude, <laughs> the Dutch I, I the left will say, you take, you, take a, you take a hit of a joint and listen to uh, his pale blue dot speech where he talks about how minuscule oh, we are. Yeah. Oh, oh, that shit will fuck you up. Mm. Ben hey. is now jerking off. That might be later. <laughs> that might be later tonight. <laughs> right. It might be. Yeah. After I watch the boys. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or the boys. Says the teacher. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yep. <laughs> So man, that's that's uh, I, I gotta say though, it, you know, people people sometimes joke about that in terms of like you know finding Bigfoot or like are there aliens out there? But sometimes it's it's a nice thought, isn't it? Just to really believe of of life that we can't see for itself, but it could be. Yeah, uh, or just looking up at the stars and being like, I'm part of that. Yeah, and I I think people look at me like, how it's so big that it's too distant for me, but. But to think the opposite way and be like, I'm part of that. We are all together as one of this. On this right. little pale blue dot, like you said, Ben. We are part of the cosmos. That's right. But instead, what we get to look at is, uh, you know, 
Lindsey Graham. <laughs> Lindsey Graham and, and, and women having no control of their t- vaginas, and we get to say, I'm part of that. Uh, but we're not. <laughs> no. <laughs> we're, we're trying not we're, to be. We're trying really fucking hard not mm-hmm. to be. Uh, so I guess the fun part's over. The, the <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. you know, we, 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 could, we, could, we started optimistic. We're going to go guys, way down. Uh, how, many, how many more months till the puppy bowl? <laughs> where, <laughs> where, where are we at now? February. Jesus <laughs> February. Christ. Yeah. We, you're going to need some puppy bowl after this. Um, this, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's, I wonder um, if we could like partner with like pets.com or like, you know, some sort of like, you know, local local farm area and just for every uh listen of our episode for how depressing it is, you get uh you know You get to hold a puppy. You get to hold a puppy <laughs> where if you purchase a puppy you get uh, you know, first few months of dog treats for free. Something like something that. Something like something. that. I I mean something to help these poor help these poor listeners through. Yeah. Oh man. So where do we want to start today? I mean, there, there's there's no good place to start, but I I think it there needs to be a like a major highlight to I think one of the most disturbing headlines I had ever read in my entire life, and that is uh, there was a ten year old girl uh, in the state of Ohio, if I'm not mistaken, um, who was raped, yep. raped, right? Ten yeah. years old. Ten years old. Yeah. And 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 to be clear, any ten year old having sex is being raped by someone. Absolutely. Any other argument you have, you're an idiot. You're a fucking idiot. Shut the fuck up. You're a monster. You're also a monster. Wanted to get an abortion because, again, 10-year-old raped. What did they say? No. And and, and what, let me clarify. They is... Uh, the um, Ohio State government. Yeah, the Ohio State government. So they had to travel to Indiana. Indiana, of all you, you, fucking you never places. really want to travel to Indiana. <laughs> the progressive enclave, of <laughs> the corn state, or whatever the fuck they are. The woke no, of the, the Midwest. The Hoosiers. No. Yeah. They're, they're, the, what, the, the woke of the Midwest. <laughs> the woke of the fuck. We're gonna leave it at that. <laughs> the woke of the Midwest. Oh my god. So Ohio law bans abortion after six weeks of pregnancy, and this girl was six weeks and three days pregnant. Yeah, but. Let's remind ourselves when we were 10, we were focusing on, you know, the fun things in life, like running around and playing tag, seeing your friends, not worried about if you were fucking pregnant. So this is the, quote, opportunity that state rep Gene Schmidt talked about a few months ago when talking about no exceptions for rape and incest, a fucking opportunity for a 10 year old to be a mom. Oh, pro-life, right? Right. So immediately, you know, like. When when Roe was overturned and we're talking about all the different scenarios that could happen and um, it happens immediately, like the fallout from this decision and the consequence consequences of it happen immediately because we knew of those trigger laws, trigger laws in more than half of the states that go into effect right away. And we already have a story. We already have a tragic situation. And trigger laws kind of no. They realized that Roe v. Wade was going to be overturned mm-hmm. because of what they were doing, their, their whole campaign. It. And it was just like, yep, wait, when that's passed, mm-hmm. these are going in effect because they already had this campaign of overturning yeah. Roe v. Wade. And basically v. what happens is like the, the, the majority party in each house in the state, they already agree on the versions of the bill. So when Roe gets overturned, all they really have to do is vote yes, the other house, vote yes, throw it on the governor's desk, and the governor votes yes. Which really is starting to piss me off, too, because we're talking about Ohio, and motherfucking Mike DeWine signed that bill, and he was America's grandpa through COVID with his, oh, man, the way he talks about families and children and this and that, 
and then a law that you signed allows this shit to happen? Fuck you. It's disturbing. COVID and dad. It's not about um, pro-life. It's about pro-control. Like well, absolutely pro-control. And you know what? I bet you if we, we looked up uh, the definition of life right now, we would find so many things that this does not represent. Mm-hmm. Because this is not life. This is not life. This is not yeah. about life. It's never been about life. It's been about birth. Yeah, and fuck you after you're born. And, and fuck you after you're born, and fuck you during it, too. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, you got, you got to think of something, too. Um, I think one of the most uh, repressed groups in terms of, like, finding your own sexuality is, is girls when, when, they're, when they're young. Because there is, there is such a dynamic in genders uh, that we have in general where, you know, the boys are going to be the boys, the guys are going to be the guys, the guys are going to figure it out. But, like, whenever you have, like, a daughter, it's like they're on you, right? They're making sure you're doing this. They're making sure you're doing that. You're not around the wrong people. And now you see an example of a 10-year-old getting raped mm-hmm. and having no control over the situation whatsoever within their own state. You imagine how this is going to start controlling, you know, the ability for, you know, just young kids to explore you know themselves and they get older and just yeah. i'm just all that it, it's all going to just manifest itself into a we're only going to teach abstinence because that's the only way we're all going to be able to say safe and sound uh more lies that they're teaching exactly again so in in some ways though it's it's all according to plan this is all according to plan this is all going to work it out itself out it's it's if we <clears throat> if we create these mm-hmm. parameters for you you're going to have to adhere to it or else you're going to suffer the consequences yeah and and you brought up the plan, like, uh, we're kind of delving off into, like, anti-theistic rhetoric here, but if yes. this really is, a, yeah, yeah, we, we can <laughs> okay. go. I, yes, like, yeah. anti-theistic I mean, rhetoric, go. If this is the plan, and there's a, a plan behind it all, then God's not nice. He's not a good person. Mm-mm. He's not, he's capricious. Oh, he's, he's, he's a cunt. Yeah, yeah. Capricious? <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, if this is the plan God to have a ten-year-old not having to be able to have an abortion, to have to God is a cunt. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's like the, the actually band Cradle be... of Filth. They have their they have an album called Jesus is a Cunt. Yeah, <laughs> but you know what? That might be too nice because I'm going to listen to that tonight after I watch the boys and listen, listen to Christopher to Hitchens. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's 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 if that's the plan, then fuck the plan then it's not a good god it is right. not a good god it's just a god that doesn't care and just going ah he's a fucking uh, well, craps no, player basically and, and, like throwing the dice going you let's know see what? what we can do to dick up these guys eventually right. those in power those in the supreme court need to stop saying they're looking to the gods and just fess up they are the gods they are the gods. They are acting like they are. For they sure. are acting like they are, but because it's under their name, it's under their will. Is this yeah. where we get to use our weapons now? Yes. If we get to fight a tyrannical government because we get to have guns, is this the time? I, you would think. You would think so. This is one of those times to because militia, because right? for for so long, the idea of politics coming to your own front door, it could happen, but now it's it's. There's so many circumstances in which the things happening, the disgusting things happening, mm-hmm. could, could show up at anybody's front door, mm-hmm. you know? And, and it's, it's, it's something where you could do everything right. That child done, did nothing wrong. No. We're the, child... pr- we're the Proud Boys now fighting <laughs> for our freedoms. Right. But let's, can we just make that exactly. clear, though? This, this kid did nothing wrong, 
and more so was violated. Probably is emotionally, mentally, every, every aspect of scarring happened. But let me go back to Representative Jean Schmidt since you just said that. She has a response, response for what you just said. Oh, good, then, good. Okay? It is a shame that it happens. See, a shame, sure, a shame. Thoughts but, and prayers. But, but there's Thoughts an opportunity for that woman, an child. Opportunity for child, that woman. child. No matter how, no matter how young or old she child. is, child, to make a determination about what she's going to do to help that life be a productive human being. Didn't, Nothing. Well, she because because if if that was the case, R. Kelly's going to jail for being around women, right? Yeah. Based mm-hmm. on that definition, not. Children, a child. Yeah, Jim Jordan didn't say that men were getting raped in the showers. It was children getting raped in the showers, and he still said nothing. At least, at least Matt Geist waited yeah. waited until there was the teens of the years, right? God, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. He 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 took a um seventeen year old woman across state boundaries and mm-hmm. had sex with her for money. You know what? The, the oh, the party of values. The party, of values. the party of values. You know, you yeah. know, and, and I know this is clearly obvious, but the word that just makes me like, I, I know you're just reading them, but I wanted to punch you square in the face, like break yeah. your glasses was opportunity. Opportunity. Right. What's the opportunity? Opportunity for what? Let's see. What's the opportunity cost? Um, God's plan. Pop. It's opportunity for God's plan to play out. Yeah. Thanks, Kanye. Um, I mean. <laughs> oh, you mean Jesus? Jesus, sorry, that's Jesus. My bad. Mm-hmm. But, uh, let's see opportunity cost of that situation. Uh, two lives and yeah, two um, lives, poverty, a country's morals, mm-hmm. right? Everything that we believed about pedophilia, not believed, but but not true. believed. I'm sorry, but like like the the laws we 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 have of them, correct? Because correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that is essentially then saying that that children. I mean, you know beyond the the lack of rights that they have in general but they 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 have no rights they can be raped they can be abused so you've read the bible (laughs) (laughs) it's god what opportunity then huh yeah what opportunity the opportunity then is for is for the creeps for the ones that want to take advantage of those situations then right Absolutely, yeah. It there. It's open season for those people. Uh, well, what again? Did 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 anything pop? But what what happened to the person who raped the girl? I did not see. We did not see. Mm-hmm. Which again? He, why is that not the biggest part of this right. headline? He, is is he is indicted? He's facing okay. Trump. And, and, okay. Yeah. All right. So you know, at least there's a pulse on you know. The law and democracy, mm. and but, you know. but I've n- I haven't once heard the term death penalty. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Like because it's life. We're about oh, we're that's about right. Life. Yeah, that's right. Fuck. Not pro death. Pro, okay. Yeah, we would never support the it's death penalty. opportunity to rape children again. That's right. Forgot. <sighs> How terrible. You know, you ever you ever like? So, so, I'm sorry. I just no. uh, I was just thinking about uh, um. There's uh actually I think I was with you that when that one time um you know your 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 nephew is around like you know he's a young kid mm-hmm. right yeah and and you know at, at one point at the very beginning I think he's like we were I think we were out playing disc golf he's like I really enjoy this and then with the next hole he's like I really don't enjoy this and yeah. then like the next hole he's like you know it's too hot and now he's like oh it's too cold and it's like 
I've been thinking to myself, where do I hear this? And, and I go back and I just realize that's just the Republican party right now is, is like every turn they contradict everything that they have to say, but they publicly do it. They're moving the goalposts. They're moving the now, goalposts. Now, my nephew might be a little fucker, but how dare you insult him? <laughs> <laughs> by calling him a Republican. No, no, no. What I'm, what I'm saying is he is at right He's now. He's a child. Right now at age seven is on par with those in the Senate. <laughs> we should call him daddy. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, but shit, man, to get back to the whole moral of the thing and the story of this 10-year-old girl, we are one week out from Roe and all of these laws dropping in all these states and it's it's happening now it's not happening in a year we're not waiting for fallout after the law takes effect it's happening right now it ain't trickling down it's a big fucking waterfall and there's nothing in place to help these women and these girls did you guys watch any fireworks this week weekend I did. Yeah, um, I have a whole argument why fireworks are socialist. Good. Oh well, because I was just gonna say, like, I don't know if about you guys, but there was a moment where I was just watching the fireworks, and I kind of just got like sad because I was hearing like the, you know, I'm proud to be an American song in the mm. background, and I'm watching everything explode, and then all the people in their trucks going woohoo like around me, and I was just yeah. like. And, wow. and that's what's kind of interesting. And I, Autopilot. If, yeah. If you wouldn't like try to, and I've been on Facebook a lot more than I have been. Did you want to take a knee? And scrolling. Ooh. And you, you definitely have people that are more like political aligned like we are that are around the 4th of July with all these things going on, kind of, you know, questioning what does the 4th of July really stand for? Um, I'm really not proud this year to be an American, or I'm not really proud as to what America is doing right now and how we're representing our <laughs> our own citizens. You know, there's been a lot of doubts sown in who we are as a country, um, mm-hmm. and I've seen that a lot on social media. But then I see the backlash from other people going the extra length to, you know, put their red, white, and blue and stars and baseball yeah, and apple right. pies out there and saying you got to love America no matter what, and this is about our country and our freedom and our military. You see those people going the extra mile to kind of, you know, buck up against what other people are saying. It's very symbolic of the red-blue divide of the conversation about the 4th of July. So, speaking of the 4th of July, we have this uh, shooting in Illinois. Yeah. Right? Right. So... And, and I and I thought long and hard about this, and so we had a mass shooter standing on top of a building during a very regular, normal, every community in America Fourth of July parade, right? Yeah. Okay. We got yeah. the marching band. We got the football team. We've got kids. We've got families. It's 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 every little piece that 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 nostalgic idea that a lot of people have in their minds about. Um, the 4th of July. And those, you know what? Those are fun events. You know, I, I like going to those kind of things sometimes. You know, I, there's nothing wrong with having a parade like that. It's it's fun to have a good time. It's, have, it's fun to celebrate. It's fun to do whatever. And that imagery of a 4th of July parade has been used by politicians for well over 100 years. Particularly by the Republican Party to try to kind of drum up feelings of that base 
level of patriotism that just kind of gets at your gut, you know, not your brain, that patriotism that gets at your gut. So the symbolism of that parade really resonates with politicians and their simplified version of what patriotism is while they're getting their heads blown off by a legally purchased gun that they worship more than they worship their own supposed God. And then the perpetrator of that violence has pictures online of him around flags of the man that the Republican Party worships. So this latest mass shooting (laughs) takes their base symbol of patriotism, adds the gun on top of it, adds their political hero on top of it, and all you get is death and destruction. How tragically, how Shakespearean tragedy is that? I like what you said about the fact that everything that was happening around it kind of reminds me of uh, that that brilliantly done music video from Childish Gambino. This is America. Really kind of showed that them, is yeah. a fantastic. Oh, it's video. brilliant. It, it's absolutely. It's it's fucking amazing. But there's so many things that uh, shiny things, especially on holidays mm-hmm. like that, that we put around you. Yep. That go back to like what you said. It's not necessarily what you think about it. It's 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 that gut feeling. You know where they tell you to use your gut is when you gamble. Yeah. That's that's actually like one of the number one places they tell you to use your yeah. gut is when you gamble. And that's what I yeah. did in Vegas and I came back poorer because I wasn't came back thinking. worse off. You know why they tell you that? Because you'll lose. You'll lose. Oh. You'll absolutely mm, lose. Never thought that. And guess do you, what? Do you guys want to talk about the math about that? No. We can talk about the math. I know <laughs> about the math about that. I, I, you, I, you, bet, you yeah, I bet you do. Um, yeah, we can go over I it. I believe you. you. Want totally to? believe. Yeah. Absolutely believe. So a, a slot machine. Oh, has. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? It, it, that that I, to to kind of go back to this point though is is again like it kind of like in the This Is America situation um, with with that music video is is like they have all these like shiny gut feeling just feel good things right in front of you mm-hmm. and then things like guns. The thing that required your brain, mm-hmm. the thing that required your brain to, you know, stand out against, to fight against, to bring people in office that would fight against it. And mm-hmm. because we weren't doing those things now are causing the destruction where the time where you really realize I was using my gut this whole time and it cost me. I ended up worse off because mm-hmm. of it. I think that's a really good point. And how. How accurate I, it is right I, now that he. I, I saw this one incident as like the ultimate tragic irony of everything that's happened. Everything. Do you and, want to know how many people were shot and, and injured and died I, this weekend? I, I'm interested. Over, I don't want to know, but I'm interested. Over so 12 yes. mass shootings this weekend, correct? Yeah, but do you, do you want to know the amount of people? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's hear it. How star spangled awesome are we? 203. Fuck. From Friday night to Monday morning. 293. In, in one 203. 203. Okay. 203. That's in mass shootings. That was so just scary. mass shootings. That wasn't like the gun violence around If it was the 2000 if it was 203 or 2003 everybody's reaction would be numb in the same way now. Yeah, they, they're, mm, it doesn't mm, matter. Mm, mm. I'm telling you, I mean, when Sandy Hook happened But Mexicans are coming across the border. Oh shit. Oh. When Sandy Hook happened, it shook people a lot more than when Yoldave happened. And it's because they were desensitized to it. People are so desensitized. If they said six million Americans were shot and killed over the weekend, oh, well, it wasn't. Where's the Burger King hidden behind the wall? <laughs> right. 
in Delaware. <laughs> well, and it, and it goes back to the whole idea that politics is not at your front door. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not. Um, even though it's it's happening right to your next door neighbor. Yeah. yeah. And oh my god, another fucking thing that was driving me crazy. So the FDA pulled Juul off of the um, stores, the tobacco. Oh, the vape. Oh, yeah, the, the vape, vape stuff. Yeah. Could you imagine, like, the founders of our Constitution that literally wrote when it came to guns, well-regulated? Could you imagine us not regulating guns, but regulating tobacco? <laughs> They'd lose their fucking mind. It's not tobacco. No, it's you're nicotine. A, I know. Your little, your little puff puffs are no more. They are no more, but our big boomsticks shall carry on. I mean, could you imagine them? Could you imagine them regulating those kind of products? No. Uh, like it's they would it, yeah. So the whole idea of original Barrick is crazy. Now bring me a whopper from the back of the of that of that of that little strip mall over there. I know there's one back there. Is what he said to his slave. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> Flame grilled is a little different, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, shit. oh, that's the Salem witch trials there. Oh my god! <laughs> you know, it, it, I'm I'm trying to find some laugh because I, it it's so painful, man. It's it's so well, it's, it's it's you're you Dave. You're you're so right though in the sense that like there's so many situations where we should say this this is it, but like how how this really set up this specific one in Illinois that just like you said screams America right now. And the problem is is mm-hmm. we know the issue it's the guns. We know it is. Mm-hmm. And it's just, we're being told no that's freedom. Like it's nope, meant, it's, it's, me- not. it's mental it health re- Brandon. But <laughs> again I I don't know though because I think it's it's psychological. It's called indoctrination. <laughs> you tell me all those Nazis were mentally ill. They well they were fucking psychologically fucked up because of indoctrination and it's happening to half of our fucking population but indoctrination too is is a f- fancy way of like you just said that gut feeling you get not your brain mm-hmm. just that gut feeling you get and you know at some point you, you got to use your fucking brain you got to use your head no no that's not allowed anymore i know that's in america. america if you yeah. use your brain if you use your brain fucking you and, and because that's that's how you get <laughs> like fireworks that's how you that's yeah. how you get those people who who fold their arms and say well but if you don't love this country how's it gonna love you back it ain't gonna give you a smooch on the lips unless you give it a smooch right there <laughs> right there on their flags mm-hmm. how many uncles do you have <laughs> 74 <laughs> all named jimbo <laughs> but it's it's but again though like there there's your 10 year old nieces away exactly <laughs> fuck there's these like we said loud and proud people that like you said they don't use their brains and and after a while we we have always spent time laughing at these people thinking they're funny you know but but they're not they're they're, they're the most terrifying creatures on the planet right now there is no creature on the planet nor, more terrified than a racist um, right-wing nut job right now. There's nothing more terrifying. Because they keep getting their way somehow. And they keep getting more violent and more powerful. No. And yeah. that, that actually brings me to a point that I've, I've been wanting to make this episode. is uh, I see some prominent people in the media saying, I'm giving up my American citizenship. I'm done. 
we've gone too far. Oh, clean slate. Okay. Clean slate. Which I'm saying that's the wrong answer. So you have Michael Moore saying that he can in good conscience stay an American. You have Billy Joe from Green Day saying he's renouncing his American. He doesn't want to be an American idiot. Yeah. Oh, that's creative, Ben. <laughs> thanks. Yeah. No one's thought of that. Hey, thanks, no, guys. At all. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I have like three pages of notes that I ripped up because it started with that. But it's, it's a redneck agenda. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you're seeing this more and more in the headlines. I think that's the wrong answer. We can change. Right. We can steer it back. Of course. Because you just need to vote. You need to get out there and spread the message. You need to talk to people. Mm-hmm. You need to engage with people who think like that. Because a lot of times... So I'm gonna, a story with my grandpa I had mm-hmm. one time. He asked me, what do you think about expanding the wild card in baseball? Mm-hmm. And I said, I think it's a good idea. Because it means someone who doesn't win their division in multiple divisions still gets to go to the playoffs. But they might have won the division if they were in a different division. Mm-hmm. But they get a chance to go to the playoffs. He's like, I've never thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. That's good. This is what we need to do. We need to tell the people that wild card is good because it has a differing opinion. And it also, we start ahead too because most people in the country agree with what we're talking about right now. We have the majority opinion to start with. But you know what I really like about what you just said though is I was waiting for this the way you were going to say it because what if you had said instead, just hypothetically... We need another one because the Yankees and the Red Sox always are taking that other wild card spot. Imagine if you had said it that way. Do you think you may have gotten the same reaction? No. Mm -mm. And it kind of gets me thinking that more and more dialogue that we create with each other, we start with these run-ups almost Mm -hmm. that automatically are going to create a divide amongst those that we disagree with or those we don't know their opinions of. Mm I mean, we're guilty of it. We'll walk in saying, well, that monster Donald Trump, it is true. Mm-hmm. However, if there's somebody who voted for Trump or somebody who was on that side. You're we, never going to convince them. We're never going to convince them. What I really liked about the way you said that, though, is that you were basically just stating, you know, very unbiased facts about what could transpire with that opportunity. And I believe that that needs to be more of what dialogue is now, is what opportunity can come, not what's been destroyed or what is being destroyed, Mm -hmm. what can be improved? What can be accomplished? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. You made my point sound smarter than I ever came across. Holy shit. (laughs) I mean, you take that, um, you know, the abortion thing, and there are people out there that say they're pro-life, right? Right. And they might be anti-abortion, but they're for exceptions. Yeah. And now, examples like this, they can be explained through why some of this is bad. Why, why the overturning of Roe is such a devastating thing because it can have so many other consequences. Not every pro-life person is a Gene Schmidt. Right. You know, a lot of them have a divide in their mind, you know, about, you know, late term, whatever. And just being able to have that conversation and not make it so black and white can convince people that, you know, obviously we'd love to have a country that's pro-choice 100% all the way through pregnancy. That's not our right. It's a right of privacy. But but we got to get rid of the horrible laws that are being passed right now. And it doesn't need to be accomplished in one day. 
because you know let's say we have that conversation and and what if you had said just based on what happened here to somebody who's pro-life you know hey i i I have a 10 year old daughter right now and that just scared me and and we need to understand Mm -hmm. that the overturning of roe v wade Mm -hmm. has now destroyed this and you know mm-hmm. what if i mean you know my daughter what would you what would you feel if this happened and and you know what if that at least changed mm-hmm. their mind to back it up we don't need to go any further that day mm-hmm. it's it's there it's in their mind that something about pro life has now been taken mm-hmm. away in terms of their yeah. well, you know, said. well said kind of planting and, a seed and, so yeah speak. and it yeah. and it maybe then the next time you can kind of say like well you know at the end of the day though like you know imagine those who are going through you know a lot of mental you know problems and then they get to the age of 20 and they didn't resolve those problems because they didn't have the right health care or they didn't have the right resources they didn't have the right education and now they're getting kind of stuck with this you know can you imagine that and maybe you know they, they can more because they were able to open their eyes the first time and then it starts bringing it back even further. And then that's, I feel like that's how people change. Mm-hmm. That's how dialogue changes. We didn't just all wake up and say, I'm going to believe to be on the left. I'm going to believe the things that we're saying in this podcast. Like it took us time. Mm-hmm. None of these things happened overnight. Some of these things felt like common sense over time to yeah. us, or maybe we were always, it was it's always life there. experience. It's thought. It's understanding. It's all those things. It's, it's all those things. And, and you know, it needs to be more of, like we said, like just constructive, unjudgmental dialogue, even though there's judgment that we probably feel. Yeah. And I mean, even opinions that we, we put on this podcast, I, I often think I go back and like, is that how I truly feel? Is that what's right? Is that mm-hmm. what's good? Is that what's moral? Is that even makes sense? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if there's would one... Would it open the door to have a conversation with right. someone that we just talked about? Yeah. And a lot of times that answer is no, because we're a bunch of funny assholes. <laughs> say, if, if, there's, if there's one thing I know... And, if we're, I... and at the end of the day, guess what? We're fucking right. <laughs> Don't forget that. If I, ever need to, if I ever need to ask myself if I was right about something, I probably wasn't right about something. <laughs> right, right. But, you know, that's yeah. that's the thing, man, is... is uh, I just I just feel like a lot of arguments, whether it's politics or not, like it's sports or it's it's, you know, um, just something trivial with like somebody you're with. It's it's all just one massive pissing contest. Yeah. Usually more times than not. Mm -hmm. But I think the only way you truly win is is whenever you convince the other person that it's not a pissing contest. You convince the them beginning. You convince yeah. you convince them that you're you're actually trying to be the bigger person. Because in reality, the more you try to convince yourself of that, you slowly will become that. You will become the bigger person because you were able to find ways to communicate with people that were different than you. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. But and um I'm glad you brought up sports um as an analogy for it, because there are times I read sports headlines and they say something bad about my team. And I go, are you kidding me? Blah, blah. And I'm like, Tom Brady's not the best ever. Like, Fuck. <laughs> like this means nothing. Like, yeah, they have a point. And why am I so upset? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Let's put this back in focus. And I think we definitely have a reaction to that. With news that we we hear, the politics of like you get so upset about it, you you don't take the time to kind of step back and be like, what does it matter? Matters a lot, but why does it matter? And how can we change it? And why do I think I'm right? Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's the issue. Yeah. You know, if I kind of take this to what I learned today, I think one thing that I learned is that maybe the biggest thing is, is to be the right messenger. Be the right deliverer of, of conversations. Because, again, the one, one person I'm thinking of right now is, uh, what was her name, Tommy Laren, that uh, young lady from Fox. And she's yeah, like, as you know, uh, Dave calls him, the Barbie doll. The Barbie doll, right. <laughs> All of you guys, if you hate my guns, you can just leave. You can just walk out the door right now. Yeah, that doesn't that, that probably ain't gonna sell anybody on the left. No, probably not. But you know, just like and actually, uh, um, you know, Dave and I were fortunate enough. We got to see a speaker this year who um, I believe his mother actually died uh, in the in the church shooting in South Carolina, and he was talking about how he dislikes guns but he brought up his experience about the fact that his mother died because of a gun. And he felt, he felt like so many people that were for guns heard him speak and their minds changed. Mm. It's not that you need like this big backstory, but it was just like, it was coming from a place of understanding. And he said he also had a family member though, or he had a friend who was for guns, but he remembers that he and his father had always gone hunting together and he's mm-hmm. gone now. So it made him feel close to Absolutely. having a gun. And it was something where if I heard that, maybe I'd say like, oh, okay, oh, so there, there can be something special about that. Um, but I feel like that's where speaking needs to happen is, is from the heart, but in a place where you're willing to really actually open yourself up instead of just accuse. So I think that's what I learned today, guys. Fuck. God, that was actually like... Man, that was like, poignant as fuck. Yeah, it was. Man, I need to stay sto- sober more often, I guess, <laughs> for a whole show. <laughs> What'd you learn today, Brandon? Well, I, I'm kind of going on Ben's footsteps here. Is uh, y- You don't learn by staying in your little bubble. Mm-hmm. Like, even in, even with this podcast, you, we, we don't learn unless we actually see the other side of uh-huh. okay we're talking about guns like well guns are kind of special to me because they were passed down they did this they did that guns are really evil to me because they killed my mother and stuff uh-huh. again as ben said it's about the conversation and right. i don't think we're having that at a national level uh-huh. we need to talk through these things and where we go it's self obvious you know No, it's not self-obvious. What are you talking about? Yeah. Mm -hmm. We don't live in the city. We don't live where these shootings are happening. We don't, we we just hear this on the news. It doesn't affect us. Mm -hmm. We have to understand how differently it affects different communities and different people. Yeah. Absolutely. Well said. said. Um, The takeaway that I have from it today is, with that being said, we're not talking about compromising a position that we know is right. Yes. We're talking about, number one, delivering that message to where people who think the way we do most of the time can be more active in how they, you know, use that information and use that knowledge to make a positive effect, you know, in their own communities around the country, whatever. And then when it comes to people maybe on the other side, except for in the most extreme cases, you know, being able to have that conversation to educate them to think differently about some things. And not to say they can't educate us to think about different things, but don't let all this conversation to our listeners out there confuse the, you that no. we're compromising 
our positions because our positions we're compromising our approach, but we're not compromising what we believe in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Mike Dewine, fuck you, fuck you, fuck man. you. Can I get a <laughs> fuck you? Fuck you. That was like a train. So, uh, man, next week, <laughs> Ben, you're gonna be out of town. Yeah, I, I thought I, I thought I would say all all the more intelligent put together things this week so that you guys can just. Be no. dumbasses next week. Oh, thank you. Where are you? Hey, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Where are you going? Uh, well, we're heading to Vegas first day, uh, and then we're going to head over to... Do you want me to tell you how casinos work? <laughs> want, I, I have the math. It's a gut thing, machines. right? It's a gut thing. I just got a picture. This is America. Um, oh, yeah. I want to learn about slot machines from you, definitely. Yeah, um, we, we can do that. Car. Start, the car. Start the car. Start the car. Also, we're going to be heading to uh, one of the, uh, the national parks in, in Utah, and then we'll be going to the Grand Canyon. Nice. So nice. It'll be Please nice. Please don't be one of these millions of canceled flights, because <laughs> he'll be here next week. <laughs> oh, man. Wait, are there canceled flights happening right now? No, no, no. no, no. Not at all. Not at no. all. No, there's no pilot shortage. There's no strike. There's no, no, none of that's happening nope. right To now. get out of this chair next week, I will fly the damn thing if I have to. You can borrow my car if you want. <laughs> Vegas! <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we laughed. We cried. Um, and as usual, we Went into morning. Oh. <laughs> End of morning. But, guys, uh, as always, you know, Take a look at us on social media. You know, we, we got uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we have our website, FDRSWheelchairPodcast.com. We have our Patreon as well. Um, you know? Oh, hey, yeah. If you donate to Patreon, you get bonus content. You get bonus content. Mm-hmm. Guys, we want money. Give us money. <laughs> we, we are sick and tired of doing this shit for free. <laughs> I'm sick and tired of doing this shit for free. You think gas is free right now? Fucking isn't. Duct tape right. expensive. Yeah. <laughs> We don't want money. We want to get enough listeners so we can get paid by other people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You guys need to fucking do your part. Like Give and subscribe. Us some fucking money. Like and subscribe. Threat. They're doing it in India. We're a number 167. We in are. India. And threats always work. Threats always work. And there's a lot of states that would agree with me. This has been a legacy of FDR and his wheelchair.